0: If you don't wear brown and orange, you don't matter. All right? Don't give up sure anything f- that, you that you do. If you don't wear brown and orange, don't give up sure f- f- anything f- that you do. If you don't
1: wear brown and orange,
0: don't give up sure f- f- anything f- that you do. If you don't wear brown and orange, don't give up sure anything that you do. Don't wear brown and orange. Don't give up, chew anything that you do. It's never changing. All right. Don't give up, chew anything that you do. You don't wear brown and orange. Don't give up, chew anything that you do. If you don't wear brown and orange, don't give up, chew anything that you do. It's never changing.
1: Welcome back to another episode of The Absolute Ten and Six. I am your host, Darth Batman. And joining me is my co-host, my buddy, the man. And brown and orange, BTB.
0: What's up, Darth? How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing fantastic.
1: Coming it's off victory. of
0: coming off the of victory. Oh, of course we're doing fantastic.
1: It's victory Wednesday. Couldn't tell, I don't remember the last time winning so early in the season. Um, let's see. Was it 15? Yeah, it was 15. Been a Good long, long time. Mike Petton and uh, Ray Farmer. That's how long ago it was.
0: That's right. That's right. So yeah. what did you what did you think about that uh, well first let's because we didn't do a recording last week just to, due to personal issues we had going on but let's uh let's touch a little bit on the Titans game just quick initial thoughts on the Titans game
1: sloppy it's sure. pretty much it was a very sloppy game uh, you could tell there was a lot of rust on people uh, yep. with everything going on uh, well whether or not you know you could debate whether or not you know hey probably should have had more play, players playing during preseason yes. or you know um, just yeah. Pretty much that It's just there was a lot of sloppiness going out there week one. Yes. Uh, for the fact that we were even close in the third quarter says either a a lot about Titans offense that it sucked mm-hmm. or b says a lot about our defense that can even though it can play it played very sloppily that it can still get the job done for the most part until you know the, the wheels come off completely.
0: Yes. 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 I agree with that. I agree with everything you said. And moving on past that game, that game is uh, getting pushed into the back corner. We know we all know that happened. We lost handedly. Uh, but like you said, you know, we were in it. you know, we were in it for a for a lot of the game until mm-hmm. the wheels and you know until the wheels fell off. and it just so happened that hey, one wheel fell off, then the other one, then the other one, then the other one. Next thing you know, all the wheels are off.
1: Well, actually, I'd say like one or the two wheels fell off or the the tire fell off, a couple mm-hmm. of tires fell off, and we were running on rims for a while. And then, yeah. I'll, I'll, and then the whole thing just collapsed right then, there. The fact that we... I mean, I mean how long was it into the game that uh, Greg Robinson got ejected? It was the first or second quarter. Sure. I, I can't recall off the top of my head because, you know, I've done a lot of drinking since then and it's a game I don't want to remember. But, I mean, it was fairly early in the game when he got... I'm kind of iffy on about the, the, the ejection call on that. And I'm not going to get into that because that was two weeks ago. There's, no, there's nothing we can do about it now. But anyways, for the fact that we still kept in after that and with mm-hmm. all the penalties and everything else, this that and everything going on
0: what one good thing that i could say about that uh titans game just real quick is we did show that we you know well and Till the wheels fell off that we didn't let the adversity or, you know, the penalties, because all of those penalties were early, 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 early penalties. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we didn't we didn't really let that stop us. We didn't let us, you know, let it get us down. You know, we were we were still in the game mm-hmm. until, you know, um Henry had that long uh, screen pass.
1: Yeah. Which and there should
0: have been there should have been a call there. And then Baker, you know, was yeah. trying to force some stuff and had the interception and they had the pick six. And, you know,
1: yeah. Yeah, and I I think the, some of the problems with what what made the wheels completely fall off is the team got in the we're playing from behind catch up mode yes way too early like yes. like you shouldn't do that in the third quarter and I think that's what and, and we saw that before uh, I think we saw it during the Houston game last year uh, we saw a little bit in the Baltimore game Grant uh, last year granted, the sec- that second Baltimore game Grant that actually. We did come close to winning that game, but there was a, you could you know when Baker's playing, played from behind, trying to catch up, trying to air them air mail it as fast as possible, as many uh, deep routes as possible, and that's something he has to work on. But you know what? This was officially his 16th game ever in the league. That means he is full well 15 and two and one tenth of a quarter. Yes, kind of of game. So he has to, you know you know one quarter left of football and some odd 14 minutes before he actually has full 16 game repertoire in his pocket so he's still kind of a rookie-ish kind of rookie but i mean he's still learning and he didn't i mean and the thing is you and uh, you know we all hate this you take away the bad plays he looked really good but i mean other than those three interceptions at the end of the game up until that point statistically he didn't look bad and and so, sometimes while it's not a good thing but sometimes it's a good thing to just kind of you know hey here is where he went bad this is why he went bad especially like if you're like trying to uh look at the other team uh when you're getting ready to play them it's like all right when is he making these mistakes is he just really that bad or is when Or there certain things causing that going that bad so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know where i'm going with this
0: i don't know either but you know we both predicted wins on that game and we were both obviously wrong um yeah. But another game we both predicted wins on and were obviously right was that Week 2 Jets game. Yes, Monday, sir. Monday Night Football going into New York. Well, Jersey, rather. Uh, going into Jersey, facing the Jets. They were without Sam Darnold with the uh, mononucleosis. I think that's how you pronounce it. Darth, can you help me out with that? I believe it's just mono. <laughs> okay, we, we'll, we'll go mono. We'll call it mono. So he was out with mono. Um, in comes Trevor Simeon. Now, Simeon did have a winning record coming into that uh, that game there, but as fate has you, he did go out with a uh, injury there, and in comes Luke Falk, who absolutely looked like who Luke Falk should look like in a game. Trash.
1: <laughs> Didn't you like him like two years ago for the draft? Like no, like, speaking of the draft no, process, no, I don't remember any of that. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure your love for him was bigger than Kyle Leotta. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't
0: remember. I don't remember. Maybe okay.
1: Maybe. This was, this, this was this, okay. This was like you know week five of you know his college, uh, the last season of his college career. I remember you talking about him. So that he was threw, he literally threw
0: he, threw he threw a good back shoulder fade. What could I say?
1: Literally, that was my like my my knowledge of Luke Falk was B T B liked him at one point of time. So we're good. <laughs> I do, I do, we'll be okay.
0: I do have a handily good run with uh, quarterbacks, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, known, whatever he I'm likes, good. get the opposite I, of that. I
0: am known, in case you guys don't know, I am known as the quarterback guru around here.
1: Yeah, exactly. You pick whatever cu- quarterback he doesn't like.
0: And roll with it. Yeah, so yes, we, sir. Won this, we won this game, what, 20, 23 to 3. Yes, sir. For the most for the most part, we dominated the complete game. Now everybody can say, yeah, you guys played against Luke Falk, but who cares? A win's a win, right?
1: I'm going to say defensively, it was 100% domination. Offense. Eh, it was semi-complete. It was a complete game. It was sloppy, but it was a complete game. Play calling wasn't as the pretty as what you remembered from last year. And you know, um, not sure if that's you know Monken or just Baker going. Hey, I got this awesome weapon. Kind of like Hoyer when he got Josh Gordon back. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going through that the that point right now. It's like I need to give the best player on the field the ball all the time. Well, much
0: we, you you have to remember nice nice Hoyer reference by the way, but you have to remember the the game that Hoyer came back even though we won that game you know against Atlanta even though we won that game Hoyer played like absolute trash because all he was trying to do was get that, Josh that, Gordon the ball
1: yeah yeah that's kind of what I was I was saying yeah. and also you could debate whether or not I mean for back to Antonio Callaway and Higgins are out sure. uh, both are one is Callaway has been a over the top kind of guy for baker last year and then higgins was a very good short short route kind of guy essentially a check down for him yes uh uh, he's missing that so i'm not sure if that's part of that going in there and then with chief getting injured which uh we just found out about 15 minutes ago he's gonna miss some time due to a broken wrist as much as that sucked when the way you saw him land i'm happy he's not dead or you know straight up got ryan shays no, oh,
0: he that, that's right that's, on his neck. Yeah. I
1: know. Is that trying to make fun of Ryan Shays here? Because, you know, it's, even if he's a stealer, you don't want to see that to happen to a damn player other than Ben Roethlisberger or maybe Antonio Brown.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's good. It's going to be a uh, huge loss for us. But who knows? Maybe we'll get into a little bit more of uh, Freddie Kitcher's football with those 12 personnels now that, you know, we don't have um, a pass catching, you know, a pass catcher out there as in Njoku.
1: Is Darren Fells available now? Let's get a no, hold no, no, no. that or Orson Charles. Get both of those guys back. Um, I'm not sure, but like the play calling hasn't been what it was prior to prior to the season like, with Freddie. Like I was listening to CBD Cleveland Browns daily. And they're talking about how, like how much more on in shotgun that he's been playing in, how less, how, how little of motion before the snap they've been doing just because yes. I the play calling coming out, slower because it's more complex. Now I, uh, I do
0: ha- I do have a slight bit of theory on that as as opposed to at least in the uh Jets game. I think in the in the Jets game with the play calling came out. I mean what do we have? Four at least I know I at least counted four possibly five delay of games. Now no, one 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 was on purpose.
1: No, there were several on purpose. There was about two or three.
0: Okay. Two or that three
1: that were straight up delay a game
0: right one one that one to take the punt I think we're about to 50 one to take yeah. the field goal um and, and that's fine but I, I do believe and this is just you know me talking with no inside source reference of course they, Freddie was playing a little bit of a chess game with uh, Greg Williams um now Greg did do a good job coming out sh- not showing anything not giving anything up with his coverage changing a lot of plays dirt you know at the snap a lot of uh hiding what he was calling on defense
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: um but I I do believe that Kitchens really didn't want to line up and, you know, this formation, that formation, that formation too early and let Freddie or I'm sorry, let Greg Williams audible something in or let the defense audible something in being that uh, Greg was the interim head coach here last year and knowing a little bit of Baker's, you know, traits. I think there's a little bit of a chess game back and forth with that. As a, you know, as to getting in the uh, calls late, I don't think necessarily the calls came in late. I think Baker was told, "Hey, run that play clock all the way down before you snap the ball." You know, get, get the um, you know Greg Williams is known for hiding reads. You know, get the best read on him you possibly can, and then snap the ball. I don't think it was so much of you know, "Hey, we don't know what the hell we're doing." The calls are coming in late. I think it was a little bit more of a chess game that Freddie Kitchens was playing, and I think it actually worked. You know, uh, it worked to the fact of. There were, you know, there were times when Baker was able to get a, you know, a, a quick drop back and a, you know, quick slant pass. The one that broke out for eighty nine yards with um, Odell Beckham. And speaking
1: of that play, you know what the nice thing is? Fucking angel position that Greg Williams always played yes. didn't work, and it wasn't us getting <laughs> fucked because of it. It was nice to see that 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 angel position's out there doing deadly crap, yes. and we're not hurting because of that. So thank you, Greg Williams, and your awesome angel position this week uh odell beckham thanks you baker mayfield thanks you btb thanks you (laughs) that's right and darth thank you thank you thank you thank you you. thank you thank you thank you
0: thank you you for thank you for hyping the players up especially odell for this game when odell absolutely went ham in this game i know six catches 160 yards and a touchdown
1: oh it was ridiculous I, i don't know the stats off the top of my head you know, I, it
0: was one, it was one sixty something.
1: It, it, it was yeah. I mean, granted, you know, if you take away the big play kind of thing, you know, it wasn't like a whole whole lot. But dude, and the one hand catch, we, I mean, you completely forget about the one like like that that eighty nine yard touchdown. You forget about that uh, one hand catch that he had earlier in the game. Did that one lead to the Nick Chubb touchdown? Uh,
0: I sp- no, that that was early in the game. Led to the field goal.
1: Uh, okay, Either oh, was that the one where he got pulled off because of the fucking visor yes. thing? Yes,
0: yes it was. Which, I, absolutely, how the hell how, how do you pull a guy off a couple minutes into a game on third down and be like, oh, your visor, your visor doesn't qualify for the game?
1: Shouldn't uh, they have he... found that out pre-game? That, or, you know, plays beforehand or plays after. I mean, it seemed... That seemed a little bit of, uh, to me to be, you know, that, that was more of the uh, screw you Browns, the 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 refs are having uh, flashbacks to Bottlegate kind of incidents. In a very key position, like, if it wasn't third down right in the end zone, I don't think anybody would have thrown such a, a fit about it, about it. They'd been pissed off that, you know, it happened, for the fact they didn't catch it beforehand, and that's when they decided to pull them off.
0: I absolutely agree. I mean, that was absolutely a, uh... It's it's got to be, you know, well, you go back to the, you know, the refs hate the Browns and, you know, they're trying to prove something with Odell. And yeah. it, to, it, to me, to me, in my eyes, that's exactly what it looks like.
1: I don't disagree with you whatsoever on that. But yeah, you're right. It was six receptions for 161 yards. And oh, even, 61. yeah. Okay. And the, you know, the fun thing is, and you know, I said, you take away the big play. He didn't look that good. Five, five receptions for a four, uh, four, averaging 14 yards. Actually, was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean uh, yeah. So you take away the big play, he still looked really good. Yes. It's 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 kinda weird. Well it's not kind of weird. It's just straight up uncomfortably nice the fact that we have a wide receiver like that. Like I love Landry. I mean and Landry is up there on good. OBJ is the next, next, next level. He's probably the best wide receiver in the league right now. I mean, from his past history and everything. The fact that you have a guy like that on your team, I'm used to guys like and i love you andrew hawkins yep. you know uh travis benjamin let's see rashard perriman yeah. guys that y- you got from uh practice squad or guys got during the cut down day that played you know your second or third wide receiver it's nice well I
0: mean, actually... you know we, we haven't had a number one receiver since josh gordon and we barely had josh gordon
1: I mean, you know, honestly, and I know people love Josh Gordon's death because I mean, how many games did he honestly play? Not a whole lot. But the fact that we've gone from one of the league's worst wide receiver cores from what 2009 till 2017 till to probably one of the best, if not the best wide receiver core, especially once we get Higgins and Callaway back. Yes, I mean, yes. you can't argue OBJ Landry, Higgins, and Callaway. I mean, granted, you know, Callaway's still on the second year. He still has a lot to prove. He has some, you know, issues he's working out with, you know, kind of has that Josh Gordon syndrome maybe going on there. Took Higgins a little bit to get there, but it's amazing the fact that, you know, you look, watch Higgins play last year. The fact that this team cut him and he was on the practice squad at one point. Uh-huh. It was his second year. He he played his first year and then he was cut the year after was on practice squad and got bumped up. Mm-hmm. The fact that That was the guy. Ricardo Lewis made the team before him. You remember that guy, Ricardo Lewis, right? It's like trading in your 1989 Ford Pinto with 100,000 miles and for, you know, 1969 Camaro or whatever best car that you think is out there. It's really weird knowing that you have good players in these key positions. Some of my issue is the fact that, like, I get, like, anxiety before games because I think it's, oh, same old Browns, you know. Your guy, your, your running back, started out as a unsigned free agent that's okay, may or may not play good or not. You, uh-huh. quarter, you might be through your third. I mean, look at the Jets. They're, they went through their third quarterback by week two. I remind you of another team 2017 Browns or 16. It's 2016 Browns. We went from McCown to what's that other jobby's name to um, <coughs> Kessler starting week three. Yes. Who was, our, who was our second string quarterback that year?
0: You got McCown, Kessler. Uh, who knows? I, I don't know.
1: I know. I'm going off in really random tangents right now. So uh, uh, <laughs> well,
0: let's 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 talking. get back let's get, let's get back into the Jets game. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, well, what,
0: what was your favorite thing about well besides winning? What was your favorite thing about that game?
1: Miles Garrett.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Like everything,
0: Miles Garrett coming through with three big, three big sacks. Now, granted, he had some, uh, he had some penalties, which you know, knowing Miles Garrett in his career, he'll have some penalties, and he was the most penalized defensive player last season uh, across the entire NFL. You know, yeah. not granted a lot of those were offsides penalties, um, yeah, and a couple roughing the passers, but. You know, at the same time, I mean, he's, he's, he's a beast. He's an animal, you know, and I love what he's doing. Uh, I love the hard hitting. I love the aggressiveness behind him. Um, I know a lot of people are saying, you know, hey, he's playing out of character. I think he's actually playing in character. You know, I, I I don't think that we've seen a lot of what Miles Garrett can bring with his aggressiveness, with his toughness.
1: I say hit him harder. Keep hitting him. The two roughing the passer calls. I have a buddy of mine. Not a Browns fan. Uh, I'm not going to get into the inbred team that he he loves. And He texts me that night. He's like, He's like he's playing dirty. He's like the next uh, Vontae Perfect. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? He's like those those uh, sacks were uh, uh, um, really late. I'm like, dude, watch those in real time. You tell me how how late they were. Like you can't just you can't
0: just you can't just all of a sudden levitate.
1: That first sack was later than the second sack. The second sack looked or roughing the passer call. I'm gonna call them sacks. Oh well, no, they weren't sacks because the ball was already gone. But those roughing the passer, that second one had less time between the ball being hit past to him killing the quarterback than the first one. Yes. The only reason it was just the way he landed. That's all it was. And the way it looked and, you know, go back five years ago. That wasn't a penalty. It's just the way he's landing on. And, and notice how after that second one, he seemed to clean it up. I think he just needs to work on how to tackle them, you know, pick them up and gently set them down. Like here you go, I brought you a pillow. But anyways, Miles Garrett is is a monster.
0: Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett says you. I will give you mine. That would be our punter, Jamie Gillian, uh, oh. absolute absolute beast of a punter, Dos Boot, the Scottish Hammer as I like to call him, Dos Boot. Um, six punts, 230 net yards on that Cleveland win. He got um, a lot of them inside the twenty, a couple inside the ten. You know the undrafted rookie from Arkansas Pine Bluff was absolutely the right choice over Britton Colquitt in my opinion. Now, don't get me wrong, I love Britton Colquitt. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's definitely a good punter, but I love the I love the moxie and the guts and you know the the trust that uh, Dorsey and Freddie Kitchens had behind Jamie for naming him the starting punter.
1: Yeah, no, no, trust me, because I mean, other than you know Browns fan who just liked the name Scottish Hammer and watched yeah. him play a little bit and say, hey, he's not that bad. Everybody else, you'll say, hey, you look at the two guys and you're like, why the hell did you get this Scottish dude over, you know, one of the league's best punters? Yes. And you can see why now, because, you know, Scottish Hammer may become a Hall of Fame punter, you know, 15 years down the road, 20 years down the road. He's like the next Pat McAfee, but with long, flowing locks of blonde hair. Yeah. But another player, and this is kind of tangent Uh, from, from, from the hammer is, uh, I think we actually found our kicker. Yes. Yes. I mean, I was worried about that first, like that, that first, first field goal. Like I had a bad feeling about that and I saw that thing and it like did like a, like it was like a slight curve ball straight down the middle. I saw that go in like, I relaxed. And then I saw the second one go in and then he did the uh, point, one of the point afters, and everything was straight.
0: yeah, you know he, 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 he did really he's he's done really good this season. you know he had that missed missed extra point in week one, uh week two, you know, pretty much lights out. um perfect. He had, two. yeah, yeah, well, he was he was three for three for field goals as long as of forty eight. Yeah, and that's pretty good. That's very good. you'll you'll take that every every Sunday, Monday or Thursday or you know, whenever
1: you play. I'll take it on a Tuesday.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just in case we get rained out of a Monday night game, we got to make it up on Tuesday.
1: Or, you know, we're drunk and we don't remember what day it is. <laughs>
0: You'll have that, that on the live in, time. like,
1: China, and, like, by then it's, like, Tuesday and you, already. You, yeah, I don't know yeah. where I'm going with this. <laughs> uh, so give me,
0: uh, you know, we had our best. Give me your worst. Uh, what was your worst out of that Jets game?
1: Uh the worst
0: thing you disliked. Now that you know you could you could sit here and make a laundry list and nitpick of I didn't really <laughs> like that, I didn't really like that, I didn't really like that. But give me give me one thing where you're like that absolutely sucked. I hate that.
1: Why aren't we running Nick Chubb like we should run Nick Chubb? Thank you. That Thank is it. I, I mean, literally, like it took me a second, like I knew this was in the back of my mind. I'm like, why aren't we doing this? Where are we doing Nick? Why aren't what are we doing Nick Chubb?
0: I mean, granted, you know, he had 18 carries, 62 yards, averaging 3.4 with a hush down. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, you're taking them off the field in these third and short yardage, you know, possessions and put Dearness Johnson in there. And, and I, I get it. You know, yeah, I get it. You want, you, you know, you don't want to throw him, you know, you want to throw Dearness the ball. But Nick Chubb can catch it out of the backfield, too. Dearness had three catches for 42 yards coming out of the backfield, which ain't all that bad out of four targets. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you want to get him. You want to get Nick Chubb the touches as well. You know, hell, Nick Chubb had four two four catches out of four. You know, four targets coming out of the backfield.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: there's no reason Nick Chubb can't be a third down. You know, a three down back. No reason whatsoever.
1: No, no, I, exactly. I mean, now
0: maybe maybe you're you know maybe you're keeping them keeping them fresh. I mean, oh, okay so. We both have the same bad thing about you know Dick uh, Chubb should get more touches. So I will touch on this a little bit. So yeah, you're keeping him fresh. There's you know you're you're up you know um, you know you're up thirteen to three. You're up twenty three to three. You know you're up whatever. There's really I guess there's really no reason for him to be in there running. But then you, another bad that kind of touches on no reason. What the hell is the reason of keeping Baker Mayfield in with two minutes left to go and you're up twenty points?
1: Yeah yeah. And having and- him,
0: having him throw the damn ball.
1: No, I agree with that. And I and I've heard I've heard, you know, theories behind that. That was more or less all right, we got this game locked now. Let's pretend it's preseason and kind of do some stuff with a real defense that's gonna play real. And yeah, I, you're I get
0: absolutely, that. absolutely fucked if you get him injured.
1: Yeah, well yeah, I agree with that. I agree but with
0: that. But then then again then again, no teams are pulling their starting quarterback out, you know, at all, you know.
1: Uh w- wait, what? No Did teams you are
0: pulling their st- no, te- no teams really do
1: that. Uh, did you not watch? Well, I didn't watch it, but did you not see the fact RG three got a goddamn fucking touchdown against the Dolphins while yeah. playing for the Ravens after it was like forty something to nothing or forty something to ten?
0: It yeah, does boy. happen.
1: It uh, does sure. happen.
0: Sure, not. not right, let me rephrase that. Not that often.
1: No. Okay. No. No, I agree. But at that, okay. <laughs> if their reasoning behind that was to try some stuff. And with him, with everything locked up, I'm okay with that.
0: Sure.
1: Or if they pulled him because, you know, with two minutes, I'd be okay with that. But if they're just playing him, they'll goddamn fucking play him and they weren't trying anything. They're just, you know, hey, let's run out the clock with Baker. The fuck? Unless, you know, but then you also got to think. Drew Stan's on IR now. Do you want your backup quarterback getting injured? I mean, because, you know, granted. Then you're, you're screwed,
0: screwed, sure.
1: I mean, one way or another, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You're going to you know? take the
0: criticism, yeah, absolutely.
1: But, but absolutely. here's the thing is, he. But here's the thing is, and, and so if we kept Baker in there, we should have ran the ball more if we weren't trying different stuff. Sure. So at the same time, is with Greg uh, Greg Williams and you knowing how he play, he plays his defense and stuff. They're not, you know, the cleanest of clean plays. Um, that's not the team you do that with. You don't go out there with dirty Greg, Dirty Williams out there, and you know, try to light up the field just for the fun of it because you know you want to try a play out because you're going to get Jamal Adams trying to kill somebody.
0: And he's yeah, they're, they're going to headhunt he for you. A, they're going to get pissed and headhunt for you.
1: He should have had a couple penalties on that game.
0: Absolutely, they they the Jets were flying around, absolutely headhunting, absolutely headhunting.
1: There was one play, and it was uh, Baker Mayfield to OBJ. And yep. I remember the instant reaction after the play was, why did Baker overthrow OBJ? It's like, no. Why the hell did uh, um, Adams did not get a holding or pass interference or where, to, where the fucking official p- call is? Because he's essentially hugging the dude, grabbing him, groping him. I'm surprised he didn't give him a little handy while he was doing that. That was essentially the only thing that was missing was a little handy going on there.
0: Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree on that. All right, so I think I've had enough talking about the Jets game. Have you? Yeah,
1: yeah, I think so.
0: Let's take let's take just a little break. Let's get a uh, let's get a beverage refreshment here, and then we'll jump right back into talking about the upcoming uh, Rams game.
1: All right, we will be back momentarily.
0: Odell, Odell who? You know, you guys are cooperating, giving him attention. Yeah, yeah. Just don't give him attention, you know. and Odell who? Triscadeca. Triscadeca. Yo, you got... Yeah,
1: o- yeah. Odell. Yeah. Odell. phobia Odell. phobia
0: Odell 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 who?
1: Yo, you got Triskin Jacobia. you know you know the name of the best ride out in the whole soda game. You can't contain this flame, so you look on with the stain as he walk and Catch his way to the hall of fame. Codell Who? Yeah, you got Triskan and Phobia. Yeah, you
0: got Triskin' and Deca-phobia. You got Triskin Jack and Phobia. Codell Who? Ball, you know what to do when he didn't know. Doubt you'll be fearing 13 2. Don't give him attention, you know. Odell who? Cod- 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 Odell who? Take her down the ball. You know what to do when he did
1: We've talked about Titans game. Yes. The Jets game. Yes. Our 2016 starting quarterback, Brian Hoyer, Josh Gordon, and a bunch of other random stuff. So we're going into week three. Week yes. Three, the Los Angeles, Los Angeles uh, Rams.
0: Yep. The Los Angeles Rams led by Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Cooper Cup, and a bunch of other freaking people. Uh, they're undefeated. They're 2-0. They're the defending NFC champions. Um, now, This is a game, looking back, I'm actually looking back at our uh, predictions that we picked out before the season. I predicted a win. I think I'm going to stick with it. You predicted a loss. Are you going to stick with it?
1: Ah. Uh, oh, oh.
0: Ooh. The heat is on. Oh. I'm gonna tell you. hold on. I'll, I'll let you think about this while I rattle off this to you. Jared Goff is absolutely garbage on the road. Well, I will say absolutely garbage. I will. I I won't give the absolutely garbage thing on the road. Um, during his last six road games, I'll give you a little fun fact here. During his last six road games, and this is including the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. All right. He has only thrown fifty-six percent completions. yards per play, four TDs, eight interceptions, zero games with over 300 yards per game. Now I'll give you another little little tidbit and going into stats. So far this season, he's only thrown 469 yards. Todd Gurley's only rushed for 160. Looking at the Browns here, Baker Mayfield's thrown for 610. Nick Chubb's run rushed for 130. Uh, Odell, He's got 232 yards. Their leading – the Rams' leading receiver has 166. Their leading tackler and Corey Littleton, their linebacker, only has 22 tackles. And our leading tackler, our linebacker, Joe Schobert, 21. So we kind of had the little bit of a um, edge advantage here with our receiver and our quarterback here um, as opposed to – Which never third, happens. Which which never happens. As opposed to theirs, so yeah, I'll, I'll give you my, I'll give you guys my score predictions a little bit later. But yes, I'm sticking with we will win. Um, I think that's a game that we're going to come out. I kind of touched on a little bit of what I was thinking of, you know, what we did with the Jets game of hey, we you know we knew we we're going to beat them, we knew how we we're going to beat them, you know, let's kind of you know dumb it down a little bit and not kind of you know expose our hand to a a bigger matchup, you know, not really looking past the Jets, but hey, let's just go ahead and beat the Jets, and we got the Rams coming up next. So that's not. You we know, really show our cards of what we can do. Um, I think we're going to come out guns a I do believe that.
1: You know what? Fuck it. I'm doing it live. We're winning. We're winning. We're winning. Which, obviously, well which, gonna
0: obviously, say. Means we're, which obviously means we're losing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Obviously. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we, we have to, you know, um, give in to the uh, 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 NFL God's jinxing skills and all that, the jinx gods and all that. But what I was going to say before you gave me all these stats was, excuse me, had, had we won week one versus the Titans.
0: Yeah.
1: I would have predicted, I would right at this point, I would predict this is a loss. Sure. But with, with the loss against them, the sloppy play and, and, and granted we did win against the Jets. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna say this is gonna be the most complete game you see from the Browns so far. Yeah.
0: I, mean, it's,
1: I, I, it's, think, it's, I, I think we're gonna yeah. take another like like I mean from like week one to week two, I mean we 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 have our penalties, doubled everything else point wise and I mean everything else looked better. I mean everything looked better from week one to week two. And I think week three will take that another step. Where you know Baker realizes, hey, Landry's over there, and I believe we got Higgins back. Higgins will be back, so we we'll, we'll be able to throw to Higgins. Randall will be back, yep, uh, which helps.
0: Yes, Excuse absolutely, me. absolutely.
1: I I think that's going to help. I think this it this game. See, this game for me is hard, like. I'm trying to debate whether or not this is a uh, Austin Seibert you know, last-second field goal win, or a out of the fucking nowhere nobody else expected other than us to because we're drinking, and goes, holy crap, how do they whip their guys' asses?
0: I'm going with a I'm go- I'm obviously going with the win, but I'm going with the uh, the national pundits saying, yep, the hype is real, the Browns are real, you know, we're we're back on the hype train, we're back on the bandwagon. Now, granted, you know, bandwagon's full. Everybody, you know, that's wasn't with us, you know, during the hard times can obviously get off the bandwagon if you don't want to be part of it when we get, you know, lose to the Titans by 30, but.
1: Yeah, no, right? I mean, you, anybody that's getting off this team after one game, even one, I mean, he, and especially after two games where the game that we win a game, but it was sloppy and you're not, you know, you're not in for this. Yeah. That is, you know, some grade-aid crap. I mean, because... You know, it's, it's, it's two games. Because here's the thing is, this happens every freaking year. You go the first game, mainly the first game. You see what happens first week. You know, this team is undefeatable. This team is the worst team in the league. And, you know, by week six, seven, eight, you know, you realize how horribly inaccurate you were with those. I remember one year where... Uh, I think the 49ers went out and stomped the crap out of minnesota uh-huh. vikings ended up winning like four games that season or something like that I, I i don't remember off the top of my head it was something along that lines uh but uh that or you know we were one and one you know 2015 right Just fell off well i'll tell you i'll tell you a little bit of a, another fun fact about the one and ones just because i love my fun facts uh-huh. um
0: So, you know, the Browns are just a second team in the last 25 years to lose their first game by 30 or more points, but win their second game by 20 or more points. You know who the other team was? No. That would be the 03 Patriots who went on to win Super Bowl 37. Really? Yep. A little fun fact for you. Trivia question.
1: I like fun facts. I really like them now.
0: Now, I'm not saying that we're going to go on and win a Super Bowl by any means, but you know, Hey. It has happened before, ladies and gentlemen. There is a chance.
1: Yeah, no, 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 no. I I, I mean, exactly. And I was actually right. It was 49ers versus uh, Vikings 2015. And, yeah. But anyways. So give,
0: me, give me something that you're looking to, um, you know, obviously week one kind of sucked getting blown out by 30, but week two got a little bit better. You know, we improved per week. What is one thing you would like to see improve on coming into week three? Uh,
1: can I actually say two things? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. I didn't know if I had the permissions right for that. Uh, but Hold on. Let,
0: let me let me ask the panel. Let me ask them. All right. Yep. 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 You're allowed.
1: Okay. Okay. First thing is, I want to see Baker get the ball out faster. That yes. that is that and w- which coincides with you know checking the ball down, getting his – getting. Throwing the people other than Odell Beckham, you know, get the short distances. Because, you know, and he's he even admitted that there was plenty of open players for him Yes, on several of those plays. I want to see that. I want to see him whatever coincides with him getting off the ball faster. Two, I want to see the run game. I don't want to see this Hugh Jackson run the ball three times a game or this Mike Pettin run the ball once every five plays and just throw, 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 throw. I don't want to see Todd Munkins. I'm going to throw 15 times for every time I run. No. You have Nick fucking Chubb. Chubbers! Use him. The dude, he's being underused. I mean, he could easily be one of the best, if not the best, all-around running back if you use him right. If you use him right and you call the place for him where he can exceed... He will look better than Ezekiel Elliott or Todd Gurley. I know that's a hot take to some, but I say I think he can. Not necessarily that's going to happen, but at least, you know, he will be in the conversation with those two. You know, the Todd Gurley's and the – no, it's Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon Mm -hmm. and Ezekiel Elliott. So I think he could run 1,200, 1,300 yards. Just you got to use him. Use your tools.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, the and I, I'm not really looking at the Saints game for the Rams just because of, you know, Breeze going out. Everything kind of fell apart for him.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know,
0: they, it almost looked like, you know, the, going back and looking, at it, it almost looked like the Saints kind of gave up on that game. Uh, but going back and looking at week one, the Rams against the Panthers. I mean, hell, they gave up 128 yards to Christian McCaffrey with two touchdowns. And Christian McCaffrey had 10 catches for 81 yards. So they're vulnerable to versatile backs coming out of the backfield and catching the football. You know, get get Nick Chubb more touches, put him in as a third down back, get him the ball out of the backfield, let him do what he does.
1: Yeah, I mean, exactly. And, like, like going off your stats from week one with Jared Goff, they weren't anything to, you know, write home about. I mean, 23 for 39, 186 right. yards, one touchdown, one interception. Right. I mean – yeah, I mean, I, I really can't. And you know, Gurley only had 95, well, 97 yards. Has, still isn't that bad, but still.
0: Well, it's I a, mean, it, it was it was their it was their defense. You know, it was their defense that kept you know kept them in the game. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, hell, hell, um, you know what? Uh, a bunch of tackles for losses. I'm you know I'm just looking at it, and five of them. You know, a uh, bunch of quarterback hits. You know, they can, they can get in the backfield. You know, get get Baker get Baker Mayfield out there. You know, short one two three dump, one two three dump, one two three dump, and mm-hmm. that is going to open up the running game. That is going to open up Nick Chubb coming out of the backfield. I think it's I think it's a simple game plan to come in Sunday night. You know, the the Rams you know the Rams are playing out in the East Coast. They're not a good. They're not that good of a team on the road.
1: Mm-mm. And I don't know how. It- They've never played in a place like Cleveland during in the dog
0: pound rocking Sunday night coming off a win.
1: That yeah. place
0: is going to be electrifying.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this is specifically because uh, Dave Dog is going to be there as far oh, as I'm yeah. aware. Yes, he has season tickets, so he better damn well be there. If he's not, I'm uh, I'm uh, demoting him from Dave to a gym. Ooh. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Dave Dog, if you're listening, just let you know. You better be there. And you're if you're there and we win, you're the reason for it.
0: That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. So let's uh, let's just quickly wrap this up. I don't, you know, we could spend all night rumbling along. Give me your so you change it from a loss to a win. Give me your uh, give me your score. Oh,
1: I knew you were gonna ask me that, and I didn't prepare for this. Uh, I'm gonna say, um, let's go with twenty-one twenty browns 21
0: to 20 all right i am going with since i originally picked a win and i'm sticking to my guns i'm going 30 to 21 browns pull away late
1: i b- be a close oh,
0: game close yeah. game coming in the fourth quarter browns pull away late uh i'm gonna say maybe start of the fourth quarter we're down 20 to 21 we get a touchdown and a field goal 30 21 late browns win fair enough the hype is uh,
1: back but I'm a I think mine's going to be a game winning field goal by uh, Austin Cyber and it's going to be like it's going to be a 50 yard field goal.
0: So that's it's going to be is can, can we put that for your bold prediction?
1: Yes, a 50 yard field goal to win the game by Austin Cyber. Straight down the middle. Like you swear Phil Dawson was kicking. Well, that's okay. what it's going to look like.
0: I am going to go with my bold prediction here. I am going to say, hmm, let's see. Three touchdowns, Nick Chubb.
1: Hmm, that is bold.
0: Three touchdowns for Nick Chubb. Dogs got to eat, and it's Nick Chubb's day to do it. Sunday night football. Let's do it.
1: It better be. I I really want it to be.
0: (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap up today's episode. Uh, look for the podcast recording on Apple play uh, look it for it on wherever you get your podcasts. we're all over the place uh, Apple's probably the you know the best place to get your podcast from um, you can also follow the podcast on Twitter it is at t6 podcast on Twitter uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you want I am Big town underscore brown on Twitter follow Darth he is Darth underscore Batman one on Twitter uh, follow us. You know, we might do a little bit of a uh, might do a little bit of a uh, podcast right up here, so you can uh, obviously check in in the comment section. You know, drop us a like. You know, drop us a comment if you like. I think that does it for this show, Darth. You got any final words?
1: Well, well, actually, I do, but I, I'm I'm disappointed that we did not talk about this real quick. Well, let's talk about it. No Ben the Roethlisberger for the rest of the season.
0: I'm happy with that. Fine with that.
1: I am too. But so I'm
0: fine with that. But then again, you know, Mason Rudolph did kind of look, you know, they, they did kind of well,
1: look well, well, Mason Rudolph well, inserted. Well,
0: but then again, it's kind of new. Cody Kessler
1: looked good in his first fucking game. Well, you game. know what? Why the hell are we talking about Pittsburgh? Because, Darth, as we always say, what do we always say? Fuck Pittsburgh. That, that's where I was going with this.
0: There we I go. I was just
1: saying, we did not get to celebrate the fact that, you know, the Rapist burger went down. Fuck him. Fuck him! All right, <laughs>
0: all right. We'll we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Is it the twenty-seven? It's a thirty-seven-yard field goal for Greg Joseph. Colquitt asks him, "Are you ready? This is to win it. Snap is back. Ball down. The kick on the way. Line drive. The kick is
1: good. With two seconds left in overtime, the Browns have won it.